If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland, a mysterious, all-powerful character, but a crusader for law. Hey, everybody, welcome to Elseworlds Exchange, uh, the first Elseworlds Exchange in like three weeks, and I'm so thrilled to have Dan Larson of Toy Galaxy. Dan, thank you so much for being here, man. Absolutely happy to be back. Welcome back, uh, and in a big bad way. I'm so excited to talk about this episode because it's all about something that's very near and dear to my heart. You instigated it, I gotta say. I mean, you I was put on the post up. I... I did. Well, you know, it's funny. <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I was, uh, I literally, I was cleaning up my shed, and I had an oversized poster of some original characters that I created like a forever ago, and I kept it, I guess, out of some like sad sense of nostalgia. And uh, but the posters, you know, the posters were okay, but the frames were ruined. So I took them to my studio uh, to dump them in the dumpster. And uh, before I did so, I took a picture of one, and I'm like, this is funny because like when I, I remember so vividly working on this thing and spending so much time on it and being so certain that this is the thing. And just any any negativity, any criticism, any like you know any dissent, I was like, nope, you don't get it. Like, listen, when Spielberg was doing a movie about an ugly alien, you know, he didn't. He, he he didn't listen to the naysayers. He you know he he made he made uh, straw into gold, man, and uh, and that did not happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's powered by your own belief in the thing, right? Yes. Like the, the more you believe that it's real, the the more it can you know become a reality for sure. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're you you are a creative as well in your own right. You've done uh, you've, you've created your own comic book. You've done you've done uh, gorgeous art, by the way, <laughs> which I wouldn't have known from just watching Toy Galaxy, but indeed. Uh, you know, your art is really cool. Like I've seen your Boba Fett's and, <laughs> well, awesome. and I, I had an online portfolio for there uh, for a while, but uh, the the hosting service that I was using, the like template website thing, uh, I didn't even know it. They didn't like send out an email or anything. I just sort of logged on to my own website or somebody messaged me and was like, hey, your website's down. And I was like, oh, I should check that out. Maybe I did. I did. I miss my hosting fee, something like right. that. And uh, I dial up my website and I'm like, huh it's gone and so i searched <laughs> google i searched google for whatever that template thing was it wasn't wordpress it was something like that or whatever sure um and uh sure enough there was an article from like three months ago three months prior to when i had i had realized it that was like yeah, yeah we're just not making this thing anymore so bye right I was like okay great i gotta like make a new website and i still haven't i was just like, i don't, I don't, I don't want to do this <laughs> yeah well, and, and, anyway, and all my artwork was out there my you know drawing and stuff and i'd be yeah. like yeah, check this out so now i have an instagram that i never update because i don't really produce anything new at the moment sure. see that's the thing you got to go back coming go around back to the well farm it out yeah, yeah. good but no um, you put up you put up your post you put up the poster i did uh and i was like there's a story here <laughs> oh yeah and oh, i want to hear God. it because i know my version of that story i've and been I can't, through yeah, I've been through the self-publishing, you know, ringer and that whole thing. And I want to know how far along you got and yes. where, you know, what what happened. And hang on, I get, let me get my popcorn. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> that's so that, I really appreciate. It. Yes, you, you you chimed in on Twitter. You're like, I got to hear the story. And I'm like, all right, yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be more than 280 characters. Uh but, uh, we're, so what are we talking? Are we talking late 90s? Are we talking early 2000s? Early 2000s. Uh, I was uh, I was I took this uh, religion course. And uh, it was on the apocalypse. And uh, that was very near and dear to my heart. I have a very like strong religion background. Uh, it's it's it it weakened as I re each decade I live in. I'm like, oh, nope. So by this point, I'm like, oh, yeah, I have all this knowledge and I'm never going to use it. But uh, we took this apocalypse course and I, I was fascinated by the idea of the apocalypse. Hang on, I got to write this down. Apocalypse. Oh, sure. Yeah. 
Paco Lips, uh, 101. Was that a 101 course? Yeah, it was. I, I don't remember what actually, what number, what numerical designation they gave it. It was just kind of, I think it was more like a specialization or like an elective. Okay. It was a Methodist right, affiliated hey, college. Yeah, so. my focus was in printmaking. Yours was in the apocalypse. I get it. Yeah, Go ahead. exactly. <laughs> oh, no. I, yeah, I had, I was so sure. And I, I've, I have a very strong history of, I'm so sure this is going to be the thing. And it not being that thing that I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a, I'm, I'm going to be a English teacher. And so I, I don't even need a minor. I'm just going to get an English major and I'm going to go into education as a minor. And then they were like, oh yeah, actually it's going to take two semesters more to get your education degree. And I'm like, are you nuts? I can get yeah. that in six months. Yeah. So yeah. I dropped the minor and was like, oh no, <laughs> I don't have a minor now. Got the religion minor. Thanks to that apocalypse course. All right. And, uh, All right. So yeah, uh, useless uh, degree, but uh, I, I took this class and it challenged me to kind of like come up with something that, you know, there was like some culmination, like do a, do a presentation. Cause like, who cares? And uh, so I, I, I had already had aspirations of making like movies and shows and to a lesser extent, comic books. And uh, so I, I had produced this kind of concept uh, that was like a, a TV pitch that had its roots in apocalyptic th themes. Sure. And uh, and it was called the Four Jackasses of the Apocalypse or Horsemen, and uh, it, it was just the concept was it's me and my three friends who uh, die and they go to hell because of some loophole, some like some oversight in religion. And uh, while they're there, if you're in hell, if you're like a human soul, if you're there like for too long, you get like you get transformed, and uh, so they 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 are in the midst of being transformed into demons. Uh, they each get like attributes thereof and uh, and then they find a way to escape. They annoy the hell out of the devil and he kicks them out. And when they return to Earth, they have these kind of like they still have these demonic visages. Yeah, yeah. And they want to uh, reintegrate into into their lives. Uh, by the way, they each represent a different horseman of the apocalypse, as you can imagine, but in their own slacker way. Uh, so instead of it being, you know, like death, war, famine, uh, it's uh, it's it's sarcasm. Uh, apathy, arrogance, <laughs> and what was cynicism, but I thought cynicism's a little too close to sarcasm, so I changed it to lechery, because my friend Ben was a ladies' man back in the day. <laughs> and uh, and so I was like, this is a, this is a dino, this is such a good idea. It, it's more relevant today, I think, than it was oh, then it, without the internet. <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> so that was, the, so the idea was there's these four horsemen, or these four guys who are confused for, for, for demons or horsemen, uh, on the angelic side, there's this angel named uh, Azraphel, who is, of course, a derivation of Aziraphel from uh, Good Omens. Okay. And uh, he, the idea that I had was, uh, and I don't know where I got it from. It could have been from, you know, Apocrypha or it could have been from just, you know, the ether. But uh, each angel, you know, humans are made to do whatever they want because they have free will. But angels are made specifically because they have a purpose. Yes. And Azraphel's purpose mm -hmm. is to blow the horn, signifying the end of the apocalypse. So he is utterly useless until literally the last days of creation. <laughs> and so he is. And but he's but he's built like a like a, you know, like a brick shit house. And he's like really you know, he's, he's as impressive and, and, and Adonis like as like Michael or anybody else. But he's just sitting around and all the other angels make fun of him because he's useless. Uh, and, and, you know, he doesn't really do anything and all he's going to do is blow the horn. So he's trying to find his purpose. And so what he ultimately winds up doing is uh, he tries to jumpstart the apocalypse so that he can have something 
I got gotcha. uh, to yep. do. Can't end and, it till you start it. Yeah, exactly. So uh, when he and, and he and he ends up seeing the uh, the four jackasses, he he confuses them for the horsemen, and so he like dogs them, and so it be it would become this kind of like Scooby Doo esque cyclical <laughs> thing where these guys would like try to do mundane sitcom-y things but as demons and this angel would show up and try and like force them into doing something even and then and 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 you know and it just goes on um so and so, so that's how the much, idea so, so how much of this did you actually like how much was like actually written i assume you well had, like, an outline and all okay the... so i had the i had the characters i had the outline i wrote i wrote up a a, a kind of like pitch uh, and I sent that pitch to Powerhouse Animation Studios, a company that is still in business that works uh, directly with Kevin Smith on a number of projects. And uh, they have back in the day, and I don't know because back then it was harder to find artists just like out there. You know, there was yeah. no really good place to just kind of find artists who were hungry for work, regardless of the fact that there were artists hungry for work. Absolutely. It was just harder to find them and, 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 and link up. So I knew about them. So I called them up and back then they produced animation and, but they were also for hire and they had like a number of veterans who worked in their uh, you know, in, in their company. And so I said, like, here's my pitch. I need like character designs to like pitch to, to TV. And so I gave them one character and they gave it to like four or five different artists who all kind of like gave their version of it. And so uh, ultimately I went with uh, an artist named Bruce Tinnen, who gave me the arrogance character. Uh, I loved it so much that I'm like, that's it. And I paid him for, uh, the rest of the character for the four guys. And he gave me the poster that was posted on Twitter. Okay. Okay. As a kind of like proof of concept. Yeah, Here's yeah. everybody. And, uh, and so I had that. So I had the art and I had a, a pitch. And then uh, as luck would have it, if you could call it that um, my mom, who is, who was an unending font of support and nurturing. Uh, she reached, she, she saw in like the star ledger, some kind of like, pitch session that was happening in new york where you you pay a fee you go to this place and there's a number of executives and you just you just pitch your ideas to them and what it really is is just it's a it's a it's a scam to take your money uh and like the lowest rung on the totem pole is yeah. forced to go to these things uh but it was a very strong it was a great it was a great learning experience in terms of like grifting and also seeing like what hollywood like does on their off season and uh, so I, I pitched Horseman to every network, uh, and they all passed, as you can imagine. I, uh, I'm living in the future, so I know that they passed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, Comedy Central was 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 amazing. Their response, where they were like, "So wait a minute, I'm sorry." Like I was like, "Okay, so here's the series." And before I even got like close to a thing, he goes, "Let me stop you right there. Is this for a cartoon show?" And I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "That's never going to work. No cartoons succeed. The only reason." that any cartoons succeed is, is if they're called South Park. South Park is the greatest cartoon that is or ever will exist. And and, and, just, and just wait. And by the way, you were only given a, a certain amount of time to talk to these people. Yeah. And he was like, and he used that time to explain to me why South Park was great. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> but, uh, but we, but one executive or one representative did dig the pitch and get it and that was a guy whose name i will not uh repeat because i linked 
I linked in him the other day just to see if he's even still in the business, and he is, so I'm not going to bother him. All right. But it was, <laughs> he was a rep from the Howard Stern Production Company. Oh, okay. And the idea was that Howard Stern, I guess, was like, you know, licensing out his name to different groups, and the Howard Stern Production Company was like in the business of creating shows to pitch to networks. And they're like, we'll produce this show. And we got to, they were like, okay, well, produce six episodes. Uh, into Give me six scripts and then we'll hook you up with, uh, and I'm like, oh, well, we already know Powerhouse. So our production team was going to be Powerhouse Animation Studios. My uh, college roommate and I wrote six TV scripts for the series. And, uh, and then uh, he was fired. And yep. uh, everything he had was <laughs> thrown away. I knew this only because, uh, you know, we had been in email contact for a couple months. And uh, and then he and and then he was like, hey, uh, just like, you know, oh, this sounds great. Oh, cool. I like this. Uh, oh, by the way, I don't work here anymore. Like it was just that that just like similar to all the other conversations. <sighs> so that died. And I was like, but I got all this stuff. You know, like I had uh, I had a uh, an artist who name I will mention Maki Naro who uh, produced web comics and also of course was on the uh, ill-fated uh, Penny Arcade web series Strip Search, uh, who did a lot of other concept art for me because Powerhouse's numbers were outrageous. Um, by the way, I get what I, I get what I paid for. Like they did an amazing job, but like I could, it was unsustainable. Yeah, you know, right. I'm right. just paying money and I, I'm working as like a library technician assistant, <laughs> like at, at, a, at my college. So I'm making, I, I think I made about six twenty-five an hour and I worked three hours a day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah so it was just you know no um but uh but maki did it for you know what would be the equivalent of scale if scale meant nothing <laughs> and so maki did all the other designs and actually created some like really amazing stuff he's the guy who helped me create like the angels we had these great ideas for like the three angels that would be like in a click that would be outside of Azrafel's sphere of influence gabriel was like a was an african-american jazz musician because of course the trumpet uh, Michael was like a jock, like Danny Zuko type character. <laughs> it was just yeah, nice. Whatever. So uh, we had that. Uh, Beelzebub was just one of the, my, it's still one of my favorite designs for the devil, um, etc. So the show was dead. And I'm like, there's not going to be another one of these. Uh, you know, I'm not going to have the opportunity to pitch this. And I already talked to the execs or representatives from all the other shows. There's no other shows. Right, right. My mom told me to pitch it to BBC. Because she's like, BBC is like, you know, they know what they're talking about. I did, uh, just because she wouldn't stop bothering me about it. <laughs> and uh, they ultimately wound up, uh, what did they do? They were like, we just canceled a show called Pope Town. And the show was so reviled by religious groups that we're not going to be investing in a religion-based ah. show anytime soon. <laughs> and I'm like, fair enough. Thanks for the feedback. So I'm like, this show is dead. It's not and, you, it's us. Yeah. Right. And like, it was a cartoon and objectively terrible. But uh, I, because uh, I did look it up eventually. But I had all this stuff. And so I'm like, what am I going to do with this? And so I had been very, you know, I'd gone from like this industry to this industry. To this. Like I, I was way into movies. I worked for Panavision cameras and lenses in New York City for a while. Like I, I got into all these industries. So I went from like movies to TV, TV, no. I had been very familiar with the webcomic industry. I was very familiar with like, you know, the works of Scott Kurtz and Penny Arcade, you know, all, everything. And I knew how that industry worked very well as an older podcast and stuff. So I'm like, I guess I'll produce this as a, as a webcomic, build an audience and see where that goes. So Maki was kind enough to do a bunch of like adaptations of scripts into webcomic format. We produced that. 
my buddy who is in the video game industry created a website. We threw it up there. This is going back to like 2004, um, which is if you were trying to create a webcomic 2004, you were too late. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no. It, it sounds depends. like, you know, <laughs> depending on how much money and time you wanted to put into it for sure. Exactly. Right. So we, uh, we Just produced like anything else. Exactly. So we, we produced this cart, this, this webcomic, which started to, it was like starting to gain traction. <clears throat> like other similar groups were talking about it. And that was like another, t- you know, it was like the, the Howard Stern production company where it's like someone acknowledged it. Oh shit. What do we do next? Yeah. Uh, and you know, I, I, you were getting artists to these, to these strips. We don't have, we have, we're using project wonderful advertising, which was pennies. Yeah. Yeah. It was a complete yeah. waste. So there's, so it's not bringing any money in. It's only money going out. Uh, the webcomic eventually, uh, just just kind of crashed. It was just like that's the. It was just we couldn't do it anymore. I'd left college, uh, not unwillingly. I graduated, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. I was done with college. I was getting into education, but of course I didn't leave with an education degree, so I had to go back to school when I went home after college to get my education degree. So I'm doing that and the web comic. Uh, eventually, then I'm like, this web comic thing is for the birds. Let's make it into a comic book. So we we reached out to again. We're in it's. It's 2006. <laughs> uh, again, I don't know where to find uh, comic book artists, but I live within a stone's throw away of the Joe Kubert School of Art. Ah, uh, okay. That's where they all are. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's where some of them are. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the rest of them yeah. are on the internet, but I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. So I reached out to the Joe Kubert School and I'm like, you got any artists that want to do a comic book? They were like, yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> we have like a thousand. So literally all of them literally all all of them them are interested uh and one of them uh had the the style i was going for uh and he and i produced like the first issue like i i adapted the scripts from the show into a new comic book i also had met the woman that i would eventually marry and she was like these scripts are horrible ah like (laughs) i don't know who was telling you this is these are terrible like this try it again you know and so we so i went back to the drawing board i redesigned like not the the characters but the 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 whole story and uh and we produced the comic book which you know we have two full issues of this comic book series that no one will ever see because i don't know where the high-res you know pngs are for this or tiff files are for this book (laughs) uh but like you know right now i'm 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 displaying a page from that book uh but we we produced that as a comic book we got the first issue uh, and then came, you know, pitching the comic book to publishers, every single one of whom either passed or ghosted. Um, we then started doing the comic book con route where yep, yep. I'd go to local shows. I'd have a stack of books. We'd have to print them. Uh, I sold books through comic book stores. Uh, and I, I, you know, I sold them through Midtown Comics and all my local shops and, uh, you know, never got any money back for them, but they disappeared. Like the books were sold. So I'm happy to, you know, somebody got them. Um, although a friend of mine who was the basis for the character of arrogance lived in the city and was told that he looked like a character that he had seen in an independent comic book at Midtown Comics. Ah, I was like, nice. Oh, there, oh. It there it is. Visibility. <laughs> yeah. That is my, that is my Lisa Lionheart Malibu Stacy uh, moment. <laughs> So it's the, it, yeah. it's fascinating. There's already more to that story than I than I was possibly anticipating. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that like delusion. <laughs> thy name is comics. Uh, 
if you if you believe in something long enough or if you're just around if you only do that one thing you know you'll convince yourself that that is the thing well it's funny because and this is part this is why i wanted to have this conversation is because you know meanwhile i'm kind of doing the same thing right no like, shit over here and a lot of other people are right like right i never i never got to the point where i was like trying to pitch it to anybody or whatever because i had yeah. this sort of sense of <clears throat> you know i'm going to be doing everything and i don't want anybody else to call the shots i've i've read enough interviews with image you know comics yes. people uh, i know that the industry sucks and i don't want to step into that i don't want to give them my properties just to fight the battles that have already been fought for me you know sure. so it's like i'm just going to hit it right from the go i'm an independent self-published i got out of college went right into working for a printing company because I was going to use their press at night, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> to make my own physical books. And, you know, part of True. this whole this whole conversation and, and the sort of the way things worked then versus yes. the way they would work now. Like, now you'd just be like, hey, the, we, yeah, we pitched it to one animation studio. They said no. So we're just going to go to Kickstarter. And then, you, right. you know, <laughs> if you've built enough of a fan base, if you've built enough of an audience, then they're going to be there and you'll get your money. That's and you the go thing. Make your, your episode. Maybe Even you before that, no, it's just, just I made, <laughs> like, I pitched it to the, I made an animation studio do a proof of concept that's 30 seconds. I threw it on YouTube. It got a million hits. Now everyone's calling me. Right. Exactly. 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 Yeah. No, I, I got a job at a printing company and, you know, learned how to do all the, you know, photo print, the actual the lithography of the stuff yeah. like posing the negatives and mounting and the printing and the saddle stitching and you know oh, like sure. I, have, I have pictures from we had like a little pizza party with me and my friends so <laughs> as part of the part of the budget the discount of the pricing was we would do all the you know correlate uh collating of the pages ourselves yeah 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 uh so it's like you know me and four of my friends and the table is there with all 22 or uh whatever it is uh, 24 yeah, page 20, books, so yeah, yeah 11 different saddle whatever yep. uh, just everybody collating pages and making these stacks of books and then at the end of it we're like okay we've got like a thousand books here now like <laughs> what the hell do we do now <laughs> time to hit the streets <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah get the word out else. yeah no like right. no literally go store to store you know yes. i was living in rhode island at the time so it was like oh man we so you had two probably loaded up loaded, yeah <laughs> loaded up the trunk uh, and we were like, okay, we need to hit every shop in Rhode Island. So that's like three stores. You're right. <laughs> uh, but if we're going to do anything with this, we need to go to Boston. We need to go to, we need to hit Massachusetts. We need to hit bigger yes. markets. We need to go to New England comics. We need to go, you know, to all these other places. That's where yeah, the turtles yeah. were born. We can make it. You know? Totally. Yeah. Uh, and you just, you, it's funny. You said, you know, that, you know, once, once uh, somebody had a chance to really give you some criticism on that script and was like, what is this? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, why do you terrible. think this is so good? Well, because I'm only listening to myself for 24 exactly. hours a day. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's like I, you know, I can look back at those books now and say like I knew I wasn't really a writer yet. I yes. knew I didn't know all the structure. It was just raw, like throwing everything out there. Whenever yeah. anybody says this isn't right, you know, you sort of have this mindset of, well, I don't work the conventional way. Exactly. You know, I'm a different. I'm a new kind of artist. Right. And now I look at it. Now I look at it and I'm just like, this is illegible. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, this it's is impenetrable. I can't. Right. Like an alien made this. There's no, there's no language <laughs> exactly. in this book. Yeah. 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 Oh, my, yeah. yeah. I, I have so many of those things where it's like, I think my first comic that I produced, you know, I was probably like 10 and it was called Future Man. And he just, he just looked like things that I thought were popular at the yeah. time. Yeah. You know, he had like, he had like a, like a scorpion mask and he had like bracers, but he still had energy projection powers. And it was just pages that I drew and then stapled together. You know, like, I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's how everybody gets started. Yeah. No, yeah. my first, my first original character was basically just the Punisher. Yes. But with, but with blonde hair and a mullet. 
uh, <laughs> and then like he gets he gets the the villain like beats the crap out of him and so he comes back with like you know like snake eyes's ninja visor he yeah. has that but it's over it's, it's over his mouth so oh. it's kind of like part ninja part punisher part i don't know what was going on right uh, it, yeah like did you believe yeah, in that character or did you make him because you thought he'd be popular well, I was like you said, I was like nine, ten at the time. So it was just like, this is cool. I know. Right. This is cool These are the things that are cool. I don't know how you could possibly make it cooler. He has a katana. He has ninja <laughs> stars. He has an Uzi. He has a mullet. Well, yeah, I don't those know are the coolest things. That's literally. <laughs> like, yeah. No, that is are out, you know, like yep, guns cool are, in. are in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So, we, uh, yeah, no, the what's amazing is I love your side of the story because you like you taught yourself a skill. Like you, you worked for a printing company. So you have all this, all this knowledge that is utterly useless. Absolutely useless. <laughs> yeah. I, like, and that's the thing is you will learn as you like produce the, all these cottage industries. Like I went from like, I learned how to pitch a TV show to, I learned how to like produce a web comic and code HTML and make WordPress sites and, 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 you know, negotiate advertising to, I need to like negotiate page rates and produce like, it's just like I, I, and and they're all antiquated now because it's all replaced <laughs> right, yeah. by just having like you could literally go like I have an idea for a comic book. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet it. I'm gonna tweet it. I'm gonna tweet it. I'm gonna kickstart the idea, and the Kickstarter is uh, fifty thousand dollars, and like twenty five thousand of it's gonna go towards a production company to make it for me, and the other twenty five thousand is gonna go towards me. Yeah, you know, like I, it, there's no there's no effort. Uh, if you can if you can wrangle up that fan base that support then yeah that doesn't matter yeah so uh so we produced that comic book when i was like oh we gotta we gotta do the cover uh i was in love with an artist who i discovered on a, on a website that my my girlfriend at the time wife later uh introduced me to called deviant art yes <laughs> now deviant art was it's still out there. I still I still check my DeviantArt page every once in a while. I lost uh, my password, and for some reason, I oh, just, yeah, I just not... can't get it reset. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's like gone I forever. Start to tr- I start to try, and I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. I literally tried to log in today to get some images, <laughs> and uh, it took me like eleven tries, and it locked me out. And I had to do it from my phone. Yeah, but uh, I found an artist named Dan Shoning who draws the Ghostbusters series now and has okay. been for the last 10 years. He's uh, of course a veteran in the animation industry and in the, uh, you know, comic book industry. And, and back then he drew really cool Ghostbusters fan art and put it on deviant art. And, uh, I just was like, this is awesome. And it's a, it was a, it was a great, like legit blend of what I was going for and what I wanted it to be. And the comic book artist, he provided a great interim like kind of like you know it, it felt like animation but it was grounded in comics and it just it, i was getting there but dan did the cover for me and he was like these characters look super cool like i love this and i'm like well i want to see you do it more so i had this idea where i'm like at that point by the time we got to issue two and we're producing issue two even though we did not sell issue one <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I still have story to tell. And, you know, like, I, I just like issue one is just, we're just setting getting up. the good part. <laughs> yeah, we're just setting up the universe. So issue two, I'm like, I, I'm working on issue two. It's better than the than the first one, but still, you know, garbage. And uh, we're producing that. And I'm talking to Dan and I have like all the, I have this rich universe of thousands of characters. And so I listed all the characters and I'm like, Dan, 
what I want to do since this is like religion based, I want to have like, cause it's in Jersey. Diners are a big factor. I'd like to have this like last supper image where the four guys are in the place of Jesus and everybody else is like in places where, you know, they represent different apostles and stuff. And he was like, I am there produces this, this, this beautiful page. Wow. It becomes deviant of deviant of the day. I don't remember what it's called, oh, but it was I like, <laughs> it was the, it was the image like where DeviantArt took a page or an image and just went like, this is getting a lot of likes or a lot of traction. Yeah, Shove yeah, it on the front yeah, page. Yeah. And so Feature. that got, that got deviation of the day. And uh, so it got like, a th like thousands of clicks and hits. And I'm like, again, yes, it's working. Uh, even though like, no, I'm not doing anything. I had like an artist draw a thing and he got clicks, you know, like that's not anything. I had the book produced. Uh, I just forgot. I actually had another version of the first issue produced by a different artist. Like, you know, no. Um, I uh, And I had that, that like Lithio kind of like as like the interim cover. And I brought it to Kevin Smith, who was doing a signing at the first New York Comic Con ever, uh, which I brought my book to for no good reason. I showed it to him. And uh, and I said, like, listen, you know, you've been a big inspiration for me. Would you mind like signing this? Uh, you know, give me some words. And he goes, I got it. No problem. And he drew on the cover and he wrote, fuck you. I drew this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, thanks. And uh, which Dan, I, he was like, can you scan that? <laughs> scan it and he threw it on his page. Uh, but like that was I was like, hey, a Hollywood director saw my book again, like just delusion not not going anywhere uh we we get like a tenth of the way through the first the third issue no sales nothing it's just books sitting here and comic book stores keeping the books selling them who knows what they're doing with them and and pocketing whatever money i was owed which was nowhere close to the cost of the production of the books oh see we just outright sold our books to the shops if they wanted to throw them away they could have thrown them away but I was oh like, that... Look, here's your cost you buy them from us outright and then see, we don't have to like settle up with you later or anything see that's that's like a smart thing i i just i wanted them for me i was still kind of like mentally in the webcomic model of if you give it to them for free they will pay you at the back end, like you build the audience, mm -hmm. and then they'll and then and then they'll stay with you. I think that's, and that's the, I think that's the drug dealer. Uh, yeah, that is exactly oh. what that is. Yeah, yeah. The first one's free, and then you, but uh, and listen, listen. Like there are still people in web comics who like think that's the model. Like no, 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 no. Give them to them to give them to them for free. Um, until we create until in Patreon was invented, and then no, for <laughs> put it yeah. behind a paywall. Well, I mean, you know, all content is free right now. It's you know, our our shows are free right now. We're giving that's right. it all away. You know, yeah, that's so true. The, expect, the expectation is everything is free, so I I totally get that. But at some point, you got to make some money somewhere. So how do you yeah. monetize that? And it's Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me back then, no Patreon, no Kickstarter. There was nothing. So it's just me with the artist and then uh around that time the artist had started working on his own project as a webcomic online and uh i was like i guess i'll do the same thing since the comic isn't selling i'll just release the book as a webcomic again started releasing the pages as a webcomic no traction nothing and then the artist is like i'm doing really well so i'm off the book like you're on your own man he quits the book and i'm like well I don't know. I don't know how else to find artists at this point. I mean, I guess I could go on DeviantArt, but at that point, you know, I was like, I was so 
tired because it you know we're talking like i guess four years of just producing this thing that by all accounts nobody wants yeah <laughs> right like yeah. because i'm because as far as i'm concerned i've shown it to everybody yeah uh and ultimately that's where i think that's where it died i was like the con like the third issue we got like three pages in and then he quit and by that point i had already started working on other things i, I was i had other ideas and I, I produced two other books after that maybe three and uh and by then kickstarter was invented and you know so i was like okay this is a smarter way to go um but that but horseman was like this thing that was just like this is it and i see it on the faces and in the emails of all these different comic book or aspiring comic book creators who email me now that i'm on a different in a different place in that industry uh where they reach out to me and they're like just just look at it if you just if you look at it i know it and i'm like no man first of all it's terrible looking so the last thing i want me to do is look at it secondly i am not going to help you like i'm a 10-year youtube veteran with less than a hundred thousand subscribers but can you just share it just share it just share it just share it because if anybody will see it it just just if anybody sees it it'll it'll happen and i'm like i know that you think you're a genius but like nobody else does either like it's just never going to happen. And it's not, not because it didn't happen for me, but it's just like, I see it. I, I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. I, I'm like, Oh my God, that's where I was. It's just, but I just didn't have, I thank, thankfully I didn't have as many opportunities to publicly embarrass myself as people do today where they're like, I created a Patreon, a Twitter page, an Instagram account, a TikTok. Like I got like a thousand different methods to throw this thing that is in no way ready for prime time. So let me ask you this question. How, yeah. <clears throat> how did you adjust to life after that? Mm -hmm. I assume you filled that void with comic pop. Uh, eventually. Yeah. It was funny because like I was not, I, I comics were the, the last step for horsemen. And when I, when I eventually dropped it or cause I dropped it hard. I was like, it's Oh, get away from me. <laughs> you have, you have, like, it was like an ex-girlfriend. Like yeah, you've yeah. been, you've, you know you've what been, you did, <laughs> you know what you did. And like, you know, you were holding me back, you know, the, the pretty redhead who flirted with me at the, at the, at the coffee shop three years ago, maybe we could have had something, but I was with you. You yeah. know, it's like, uh, uh, but, uh, but when I, when I dropped it, I dropped it hard. And I, I, I was like, I need to do something else. Uh, in the same space because I was like I, I know a lot about comics now like I know about like bleed and page numbers and negotiating rates and working with artists and I produced multiple different books a zombie apocalypse book a YA space adventure about sisters uh, a eventually a, a, a webcomic that is still up that I, that I still kind of dig but like you know it didn't you know go anywhere web comics are kind of dead anyway but you know anyway uh and my my comic book uh garth kirby which is available on comiXology because when comiXology launched they also launched comiXology submit and it's like oh a free place to drop my book boom so it's there but i produced like four or five different comic series uh you know all of which have one chapter <laughs> and uh and and while I was producing the last comic project, I was also very interested in YouTube. Um, I had started watching Phil DeFranco and, uh, and I was like, Oh, this guy seems to have it on the ball. Uh, I really dig his style. I like what he's doing. And 
it seems like not relatively easy, but it seems very natural. It seems like something that I could very easily and naturally like kind of do. And so I produced a, a, a kind of like review series show where I like reviewed movies and comics because notice nobody was reviewing comics. It was in this. It was in this space where like nobody was talking about the latest issue of whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. cool. And I'll couch it with movies. And so I I I produced those shows and. People were like, I don't give a shit about your movie review. There's literally hundreds of thousands of those like reviewers, but those comics though. And so I'm like, well, I love comics. I'm working kind of in it. And I, and again, it's natural. And every time I do it and like, it's funny. I'm so reminded of the origins of toy galaxy. Cause I was in a very similar situation when we launched comic pop eventually, where I was like, I got this idea for a channel and it's going to be about comics and you guys like Ben, Ethan, Tiffany, you guys are so funny and so interesting. And so what I'll do is I'll write these scripts and I'm going to give it to you guys and you guys like, sh and I'll shoot it and, and I'll edit it. You know, And they're like, uh, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to be on camera. I don't want to do any of that. And I'm like, but, but it's never going to get done if no one's on camera. And they're like, uh-huh. And I'm like, but I don't want to be on camera. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm producing the show. I'm the idea, man. Yeah. And, and they're like, well, listen, like, you're going to have to, and it's funny. It's, it's like they all got together and we're like, he's never going to move past this shit. If we don't force him to be the, the front man for his own, for his own shit. Uh, but inevitably I, I did do that. Cause I was like, it's literally never going to get done. It's like, it's literally like living on your own for the first time. And you're like, if I don't do the dishes, they're just going to not get done. If I don't take out the garbage, they're not going to get, if I don't go to work, I'm not going to get paid. Like I, if I don't make this channel, literally no one's going to do it for me. <clears throat> so we produced that. And thankfully as long as I was like, hey, let's do this and I'll be with you. Uh, everyone who I mentioned is like happy to do that. And and the channel eventually blossomed into this, which has like, I remember the first time I got a check from Google. And it was, and, and I was like, this is more <laughs> than I have earned off of any project I have worked on in the last 15 years. <laughs> and uh, And I'm like, I think I'm in the right place. Like, I think I finally found where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's pretty much the same sort of emotional, you know, path that I took as well. You know, yeah. I, I was 100% convinced, you know, the characters that I was working with, the characters that I was developing, the stories that I wanted to tell were stuff that I had, you know, started on in high school. Right. You know, so you, you're 10th grade, 11th grade, you go all through college, you're getting to be a better artist, you're getting to be a better writer, you're starting to learn things about bleed and you know uh creep and all that stuff as far yeah. as printing processes are concerned you start to understand the industry and the timing for us for our generation sucked because <laughs> everything changed overnight you know literally like, i wasn't prepared to put up a web comic in 2001 like by the time i put up my website everybody was like why why weren't you why didn't you already have a website like i was right. already looking for your work and i was like i didn't know how to do this yet <laughs> i didn't know they did, i didn't learn this stuff in college you know yeah no there was no now they have courses in how to be a comic book artist a youtube or a publisher like in college you had to teach yourself like it was just i would think i haven't been involved with an art program at a, at a school in a very long time since sure. i was in one uh <laughs> but i would think that that would just be part of being an artist but at this point and and you might not even get that education in school it's just you just know it at that point because yeah. everybody's learning this stuff as you go and you don't have to code html anymore like no you don't need to le learn that stuff anymore because you just 
put it on Twitter, put it on Instagram, put it, put it wherever, you know, yeah. like, Web I know we sound like two old people right now, but we are, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Exactly. My, the I'm point is, the yeah. point is I was living with those characters and not just with those characters and that story and the belief in those things, but that was my identity right. for a long time. And I believed that that's what I was going to be. So right. at a certain point, when you start to have those, like, I, I'm I'm getting older now. <laughs> this, yeah, this idea is betraying I've, uh, me. Like, yeah, and I've invested an awful lot of time, an awful lot of my money, an awful lot of resources. You know, yep, my friends yep. have moved on, the other artists have moved on. Like, how yeah. many more years do I want to sit at this convention? Right. Putting out like a book every year. Oh, you and know? you see them like, and they there are some who never like break out of that like identity. They they're just so afraid of being like of 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 the unfamiliar. Well, and you're you're afraid of I was afraid of giving up on myself. Absolutely. I can't I don't want to admit that I failed at this. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe if I just keep pushing a little longer, it'll get a little bit better drawing, spend a little bit more time on it, put a yeah. little bit more money into it. Maybe if I okay, I'll admit that I'm not a great colorist. I'll right. hire a colorist. I'm not a great letterer, I'll hire a real letterer. And it's like, well, yeah. now my cost is going up. Right. And there's it's no more likely to sell on the other end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that those aren't the problems. And the other thing is like you have an idea. And like, maybe it's your first good idea, right? And, and you're just so in love with having that idea and, and it being, and, and you, and cause you, you know, when you're a kid and you have an idea or a story or a character you throw at your parents, if they care about you, you know, the, they'll, they'll tell you how great it was or how like, you know, and, and you know, the tone in your parents' voice yeah, yeah, by yeah, now yeah, yeah. of when they're pandering. Oh, and, it's uh, great. Yeah. This Good is amazing. Job. Oh my goodness. I still hear that. And I'm like, I'm doing well. <laughs> like oh you're not even watching are you it's fine. no they're not no they're like tiffany looks really good and i'm like thank you i agree if you did you see the show they're like oh and i don't really care about that and i'm like yeah, eh, eh. yeah you so, talked about spider-man it was great that was a batman episode <laughs> i gotcha uh, but yeah but you have this idea and then it's like the first time you're actually you're like oh my god they agree like other people agreed with you that that's a good idea and you're like i gotta chase that dragon i gotta i gotta i gotta I got to reach that. Cause like, I don't know if or when the next one's coming because I've, because I know I've been, I've been having crappy ideas for the whole, for my whole life. And it's like, but you're 20, how you were never going to have a good idea until you were at least in your teens. And even then it's not very good. Like, well, and, you know, we used to talk a lot about, and you know, I had my group of creative friends and stuff. Of course. <clears throat> at sometimes co-artists, you know, co-producers, whatever, working on these projects with me, sometimes just, you know, giving it a look before I do something with it. Yeah. Um, and you, <laughs> you start to think so big, right? Yeah. Like I, I have to tell this whole story Mm -hmm. before i can do anything else i can't totally. move on to the next concept i can't move on i have can't do to, both and, at the same time like it, it has to be this whole I'm, thing i'm telling you this is at least 800 pages it's going to take me 800 <laughs> pages to tell this whole story the right way and i won't compromise on that as an artist i can't and so you <laughs> yes. just set yourself up for this whole thing and you're so afraid that like you just said that that's your last good idea yeah. so you got to milk this one for everything it's worth and, you know, I, I look back now and I say, okay, what I've learned from YouTube, what I've learned from, you know, putting our show together every week. Yeah. Used to be three times a week. Now it's just once a week. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> more, the, the episodes are more involved now. So yeah. you know, it, it might actually be more work now. But, um, you know, for six years now or whatever we're going on is 
you you gotta boil it down make it smaller <laughs> right you get make you it gotta manageable it. make it producible and just finish something finish anything just finish something and then do it again and do it a little bit better figure out what you did wrong and it was so hard to learn that lesson as an artist forget yeah. all of the how to run a business like i never learned that part i never learned how to run a business of being an artist uh, I, right how do you how do you make money i don't know <laughs> all i know is i only know how to make it go out i don't know how to make it come back in uh, but all those th all the little jobs you described how, you know whether it's printing or the web stuff whatever it's just yeah i never i got one issue done and that took like you know a year and then it's like got second issue done that one took like a year and a half and you're yeah. like i'm in this three years now i've got two books out it's like I got to either move on from this idea or admit that it's not the one. Right. Right. And, and, and what about hard? Oh, it, it is. It is tearing off an arm because it, it's a part of you. It's not, but that's the thing is you feel like it's tearing off an arm, but you're really pulling a barnacle off of you. Like it's just the pain <laughs> of pulling it off of you, but it's not your arm. It's a thing that well, like you, spent you so made manifest. You yeah. spent so much time and energy selling people on it. Right. You pitched that idea to everyone. Yep. And now if you give up on it, you're letting them win. Yeah. They they yeah. won. They told you it wasn't good enough to buy. And now you're admitting that it's not good enough to buy. Right. <laughs> and God help you if you have that moment where you're on like issue two and you look back at issue one and you're like, and just in your private, your most private moments, you're like, it, that last one is not very good. It's not yeah. nearly as yeah. good as the, as the next one. And the next one is hinged on the success of the first one. Like, so actually the whole thing is garbage. <laughs> Issue two for us, uh, issue two had a special page. The uh, inside back cover was, here's all the mistakes we made in issue one. <laughs> and here's the fixes. So, right. you know, nowadays they would be in the comments. Oh, you spelled this word wrong. Oh, you mm -hmm. drew that wrong. Oh, this guy says this thing. And what he meant is, yeah. oh, these two word balloons connected when they shouldn't have connected. <laughs> so we were just like, look, we're going to own it. Yep. Let's just put it on the inside back cover. And nice. hopefully people will have both issues. But I don't know. Nobody's ever right. seen this <laughs> And isn't it amazing how in this world that we are in, how uh, if if you had produced your comic and it had reached the audience that you believed it should have had, how debilitating the criticism would have been <laughs> back then and how anything they would have said back then wouldn't have even been close to a comment you get every single day. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> in terms yeah. of in terms of just just sheer misery made manifest and it's like that you know somebody like I, I i literally i was when i was looking up pictures to drop into this i found a pitch i made to a publisher that rejected us that literally doesn't exist anymore and there are four of them in, in my emails but one of them is just like hey i gotta tell you man like i i love this concept but this first issue the artist is just not ready for prime time this is just not good uh, here's where he's here's where he's wrong. Here's where his anatomy is bad. Here's where his panel layout is. It's just terrible. Um, but, you know, better luck next time. And uh, and you can see like me forwarding it to my best friend and being like, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm yep. like, dude, no, he like doesn't know anything. And he was like super kind. You know, he didn't go like the writing is fucking bad because like that's the part that was the real problem. Yeah. And that's the only problem that I had any control over. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Ugh. And uh, and then there was another one that was like, it was a 50 50 split. I got to tell you. And whenever it's 50 50, we got to say no. And I'm like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny because I am far more capable now of mm -hmm. doing the things I wanted to do then. Yes. But the most important thing is I can look at it now and say, I don't know if I actually want to do that. 
right (laughs) oh no oh no it was was, my identity was so tied up in doing that and Mm -hmm. having sold people on that's who i was and that's what i wanted to do yep that i could not not do it and now i can look back on it having like you said uh produced something that has been more successful than all of the time and effort and resources i put into the other thing yeah i can now look back on it and say like yeah it was a good call a to quit that was the right move (laughs) right yeah (laughs) Uh, and b if I wanted to try it again, I could, I can now see what some of the things I need to do. Some of that yeah. is hiring other people, hire, oh, hire sure. people who are better than you, you know? Right. Who, who and and acknowledging that, but also yeah. like, yeah. and recognizing talent, just being like, I know you're better than me at this. I know that I'm not good at this. And so I'm just going to get the best people that I can afford. Yeah. So whenever um, I start to have that sort of like daydream about like, you know what, I'm going to bring it back. Like I'm going to yeah. do it right this time. I right. It's still a good idea. Still nobody out there is doing it. Not the way I'm going to do it. You know, <laughs> I think like, well, yeah. first I'm going to, you know, when I do the Kickstarter, yeah. this much is going to the letterer, this right. much is going to the colorist, this mm-hmm. much, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I've, and I've thought about it before and this isn't even like the, this is one of the many failures in my life that I am so grateful that I failed at because each failure, as you, uh, I'm sure, ha- uh, have experienced, leads you to where your success is. Like, Horseman fail. If Horseman succeeds, then this idiot who doesn't know how to write stories suddenly has a job writing cartoons and is like a fraud among real money, like real smart, funny people who know what they're doing. He and then he's a he's a, he's a, he's a failure on a national state a scale. Um, but it was never going to happen anyway. But like each failure leads you to the next thing and you learn more, hopefully from the last thing at, to the point where you can go, oh, I got this idea. And it's not like cynicism and misery. That's like, well, it's not going to work. So I'm not going to do it. Yeah, no, yeah. just being like, that is not a good idea. Or yeah. like, <laughs> that is not an idea that's worth your time right now. Or that's an idea. Put a pin in that and, and, you know, see what you can do with it later on. Like, you know, write it down and see if you still agree with that idea, like in another six months. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, as, as kids, uh, we got too much into this sort of mindset of like, develop the whole thing, you know, yep. flash of an idea. This might be the the new Star Wars. I got to design costumes. I got to design backgrounds. Where That's does right. I live? What kind of car does this guy drive? What does this do? Uh, I need to mock up the cover, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I haven't even written a word yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking like, about the interview with Wizard Magazine yeah. and you're like, uh, I don't have a character design yet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, one of these days, uh, I, you know, maybe when we bump into each other, when, you know, everything's back to normal, uh, as, as such that it can be, um, we'll, we'll, I'll tell you about the movie I made, which was just like another thing where I'm like, thanks, Kevin Smith, for thinking, making me think I could do that. Yeah, you made and it look easy. <laughs> you made it look very easy. And I can, I'm here to tell you it ain't. And, yeah. uh, you know, I needed a, I needed a course or two or 20. Um, and now I'm like, you know, I'm making like fun little jokey videos with my friends, like about like Batman's like dick. And I'm like, this is this this little vignette looks better than that whole thing that took yeah, me yeah. like three months. And I showed to like family and friends in a theater like that is a that is an epic failure of like, uh, you know, uh, where I'm like, oh, boy, I'm glad I did. It, but like, mm, uh, mm. <laughs> like I, I that's the other thing is what you brought up, I think, which is just like you can look back at the things that you did and go like, I know how to do that. And I know how to, I could do it better, but do I even want to like, right. wouldn't I get exhausted or wouldn't I like just lose interest? I'm not there. I'm not in that place anymore. Like that's just right. not who that's that. What was your identity is now not even a part of you. 
Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's, it's a, it's a, it's a theme that comes up a lot in, in our videos and just mm -hmm. when you're dealing with things that are nostalgic, cause nostalgia takes a lot, you know, a lot of different forms. Yeah. Uh, it could be an action figure, a comic book, you know, but it also could be just a way that, you know, you live, uh, you know, a lifestyle, whatever. Yeah. Um, there's just that sort of pull back to, to how it was. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's very tough to, to separate those things from who you are because so much of it creates who you are and who you become or who you were at the time mm -hmm. um it's hard to 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 pull those things out and say this is not who i am anymore right you know i i i'm the guy who talks about movies not the guy who makes makes them, them. You know, and doesn't yeah. want to to aspire to that because you've sort of recognized what's what you're capable of and what's sort of reaching a little too far you know exactly what, what you wanted you thought you wanted versus what you realized you actually do want totally um, it's uh it's a weird thing and that's it's fine as soon as you posted that picture on twitter i was like <laughs> oh I know, no. least, I know at least part of this story already <laughs> i've been there I yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i knew when you said there's a story there i'm like this guy knows <laughs> this guy's been there and it's uh, fun you know I, there's a lot of other artists and stuff that i love when people pull out you know their comics that they made when they were kids because yes. they are raw and they are you know just just Pure. brilliant stuff i mean you know Things that you came up with when you were a kid, in some respects, yeah, we, we joked about how it's, you know, stolen from everything else you thought sure. was cool. But at the same time, there's ideas where you just go like, I can't think that pure anymore. Right. Like, I can't think that uninfluenced anymore. Mm -hmm. the, I don't, this idea, Dolphin Man, who's Dolphin <laughs> Man? Like, this is ridiculous. I like yeah. it. It's weird. Right. <laughs> but yeah. like, I'd never go with that today because I would never come up with Dolphin Man, you know? Or you, like, it wouldn't even stay. It'd be like Dolphin Man. It's <laughs> uh, terrible. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I look at, you know, it's Dolphin, I, I, full disclosure, Dolphin Man was come up, my brother came up with that idea. I just read <laughs> the book. Uh, it was his idea. So, <laughs> but I look back at those drawings and I'm just like, this is somebody who's having fun drawing, you know? Yes. This is somebody who's just not concerned about like showing doesn't, it to an audience. Not yes, doesn't care if it's going to sell. It's doesn't just, care. just, just creating. It's fun. Yeah. 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 So, no, uh, yeah. There's a place for that. There's a time for that. And I think you get lost in that part of it. Like, it's so much fun. I do love doing this. I do like people reacting to it. I do like showing people my stuff and telling yeah. stories. Uh, it's just, can you accept when you find out it. you aren't actually good enough to right. tell the stories or to draw the pictures? And stuff? Yeah. Or just like the, the, the idea you had doesn't have like it's half-life is only, you know, the, 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 the amount of time it took to have the idea. Like, yeah, you know, that idea did not like deserve the amount of effort that was put into it or you know or, or that you know you really you're if that idea were sent to you they would really appreciate the amount of life you gave it but uh <laughs> this uh, this uh this guy pulled up your garth kirby here on, oh thank uh, you comicsology uh that's uh the cover artist here is, uh, that's is that victor bogdanovic yeah internal art as well uh he's yeah, a, it's a bit of a tony moore kind yes. of a look there mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's pretty cool the yeah, cover very... has me intrigued Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're it's gonna, Greg, we're gonna, very we're Greg gonna, Capullo as well. He's in the industry now. Let's, we're going to sell this yeah, book. Yeah, please. Garth Kirby and the Cookbook of the Gods. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> and I think it's two bucks. $2.99. Yeah, $2.99. Yeah, Man, that's, oh, that should be lower. <laughs> that should be much lower. That should be 99 cents. Maybe I'd sell a few. Um, I don't think I can even log into Comixology to change it anymore. Like, if, you know, Comic browser doesn't know my pass my password. I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, no, Vic. But that's the other thing is that like everybody, the 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 funny like side note to every creative endeavor I've ever taken is that literally in every avenue, the move, the crappy movie I made, every single comic book property that I tried to make, every web comic, 
the people I worked with all got jobs in the industry that they wanted to be in. Like Garth Kirby, that guy, Victor Bogdanovic, he drew Aquaman. He drew Batman. Like he's, right. he's a comic book artist. Yeah. Uh, I did this like weird zombie comic. All of them have industry cred now. Uh, you know, the, the movie, the, my lead, she was in a terrible zombie or a vampire movie uh, about a two years afterwards. And it's like on Amazon and people watch it for fun. And I'm like, good for you. Yeah. No one's watching my shitty movie, but they're watching your <laughs> shitty vampire movie, which I I did watch. And I'm like, I can't believe I saw the whole thing. Nice. <laughs> but like they all got, you know, and it's like, and, and and there's some kind of like pride where I'm like, I was able to help you get to, you know, like you needed that stepping stone to get to like your next, you know, like it's, it's a portfolio piece. It's a thing that I worked on. Like, and you can undisputedly say like, ah, you had talent here, you know? And like, that's cool. Like uh, that, that, that there's, there's an element of, of pride in that as well. I'm trying to remember you, you, your, your example of um, like an, a, a person who won't let go of the idea. And it reminded me of an episode from Toy Galaxy. I'm trying to remember what the hell the 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 actual property was. But it was the one where like the, the producer wouldn't let it go and like shoved like a backdoor pilot into Nightman. Oh, yeah. Nightman. So uh, Nightman came off of um, uh, what was it? It was there was Manimal. Manimal. That's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah, where the, the the creator of Manimal like just wouldn't let Manimal go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we haven't covered Nightman yet. We covered Manimal, but we mentioned yeah. Nightman because mentioned Manimal that... comes back into Nightman. Literally, there's yeah. like a pilot for a new Manimal series in Nightman, and I'm like, dude, Manimal, just just you pitch the Manimal. No, pass. Like, <laughs> and yet it it's a show. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. But yeah, yeah, man. Uh, well. Thank you for facilitating. It was very cathartic to get all that out and to talk about it. Because the other thing was, you know, we have all these stories and like we have all this experience and it's like there's, you know, it, with me talking about, you know, the latest Batman, you talking about Manimal, uh, there's not a lot of opportunity, at least like superficially speaking, to like talk about yourself. You know, you try to infuse yourself into your product or into sure. your into your into your programming. Um but like, I always saw it as very self-serving where I'm like, if I, if I do an episode about how I failed to produce this, <laughs> this, this cartoon comic book, web comic TV show thing, like I, I, it seems oddly self-serving. It seems like something where I'm like, and, and hopefully someone will buy it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you actually, but I, I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to just kind of like get it out of my system and be like, this is a thing. It existed. I learned a lot, but hopefully it'll teach other people like, listen, like, and, and, that's not to say like, and ladies and gentlemen, the headline here is give up on your dreams because another one will happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. not the lesson, but like, you know, like follow them, but like recognize when the dream is over and, you know, try to use the, 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 the fuel that you, that you, that you created to, to drive the next thing that yeah. hopefully you have in your, you know, in your brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's a weird thing. And I, like I said, as soon as I saw the picture, I knew exactly what part of the story was because I'd already lived it myself. And I know that there are a lot of people out there who have lived that to some degree or another. And right. I know that these people, the, the folks that send you the pictures say, can you please just look at this? Can you please yeah. just take a, let me know, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing. It's everybody's trying to hustle. Everybody's trying to hit it. Everybody's trying to just, if that, if some, just the right person takes a look at it, yep. then we're off and running and I'm the oh, yeah. new Jack Kirby, you know, yep. like, yep. I get and it. I, I get yeah. it. And it's, it's so hard to, to, to say be, no, to say no, to be critical, to be yeah. self-critical. 
but uh, but it's fun to talk about, uh, you know, when you're on the other side of it. <laughs> exactly. Is it, and, it, and it's nice to be like, you know, it's not like I've created a, a fan podcast while I work at the State Farm. And I'm just like, there's this cartoon show I tried to make and maybe it'll happen. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm just yeah, talking at the yeah. water cooler about like that one time. And, you know, I don't know how whatever year it was that I that I was promised by a guy who had a ridiculous sounding name from the Howard Stern production company that we were going to do something together. Like, dude, that was a long time ago. <laughs> but uh, but it's nice to be on the other side, like be like it's it's okay i can laugh at it i can move on like we're i'm I'm better off here i like this exactly you know? it could be exactly. way worse <laughs> yeah. oh sure sure yeah and uh, well, and i and, love and it's, yeah it's the it's the finding the something else that allows you to be able to say okay you know exactly. i'm happier now than i was doing that stuff i can always go back i can always bring it back but for now this is and, and i i actually remember the specific moment when you know the then when toy galaxy was starting to take on more time yeah we're starting to build an audience and i i said to myself this is a turning point you're not doing that anymore now you do this and you, you, can't, you don't have the time for both. You don't have the resources for both. You got to focus and just put all your energy into one thing. And this became that thing. And I was okay with letting the other thing sort of fade into the background. That, that's so beautiful. I, I, I don't think I ever had that moment. I think I had the moment after it already passed, you know, where I'm like thinking oh, about yeah, it and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm home. Isn't yeah. that nice? You know, no, it, it was a very conscious decision where I was like, okay, it, I, you know, you spend X hours drawing every week, doing all the stuff, posting things online, scanning stuff in. Cause I wasn't drawing digitally, you know? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. And, and just saying like, okay, now, now I post on Instagram. Now I write scripts. Now I do research. Now we, Greg and I talk about video, you know, now, it, now it's a different thing. Yeah, it's a totally uh, different thing, but but in you know, and it, it, it's not uh, soul crushing. It's not. Uh, no, 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 no. It takes no. a passion and it, and it turns it into something that you've uh, you've you've built into, you know, into an empire. It's you know, you got two channels. <laughs> and the, well, it's the the satisfaction of being able to create something and then seeing a finished product. Totally, that is what what I was always chasing anyway. Yes. So I'm actually getting that now, where I wasn't getting it before because I wasn't finishing anything and nobody no. was watching it and nobody cared and it yeah. just you know. That... And it takes too long. Yeah. Exactly. All of this. All the stuff. Absolutely. That, that was one thing that made me the craziest, and still does, and still makes me feel bad for all of my favorite artists. Yeah. Is how long it takes to draw a damn page. Yes. And how long the average person's eyeballs actually spend. Oh. <laughs> yes. I was yeah. like, I, I spent like three days, literally like eighteen hours, more than that. You know, thirty-six hours working mm -hmm. on a single page, and the reader goes zoop. And they're yep. on the next page. <laughs> oh no, I, I try oh, to catch God. myself nowadays where I'm reading a comic book and I'm like, uh, you know, I'm, it took seven minutes and I go, I just realized I didn't look at any of the art. Like read I just the read the balloons. I, yeah. I read the balloons. I, my my peripheral vision as I'm passing to the next panel kind of gets the gist of what they're doing, and then someone says something and I'm like, when did that happen? Oh my God, I'm not looking at the art. It took them twenty hours to do this one yeah. page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah and then and then once you do like then you you train yourself you know to be like oh like this is really something that's why that's why i'm active on social media is to follow like artists and stuff and be like part of the really make them human you know like be like you 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 made something it's it's worth it you know i, I appreciate you oh thank you yeah <laughs> yeah i appreciate you you were seen <laughs> i see exactly. you exactly but, 
Dan, my it's the pleasure is all mine to have you Absolutely. here. Thank you so much, uh, ladies and gentlemen. If you aren't if you aren't already subscribed, go to Toy Galaxy uh, or Toy Galaxy Two. That's T O O. Uh, it's all in the description below this video, and uh, we'll see you next week with another episode of Elseworlds Exchange, where we'll talk about something. It won't be Manimal, I'll tell you that. Dan's already got it covered. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you Thanks, next man. week. Yeah. Thank you.